Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Today, we are going to talk about Amazon Merch SEO. We're talking search engine optimization how to optimize our listings to gain visibility with the ultimate goal of increasing sales. Of course, we know that sales don't take place if people, the potential customers, don't know your product exists. And the best way to get a sale, in my book, is through organic rank. We want somebody to see us in search results, typically near the top, because that gets the most impressions. And we want to get clicked without having to pay Amazon for that placement, meaning we're not going to talk about advertising in this video. We're going to talk about doing what we can to gain a good organic placement in search results on Amazon. So let's get started. Quick reminder, take advantage of the free weekly print on demand giveaway. The links at the top of the description takes like 10 seconds to enter and you'll have a chance of winning a subscription to Merch Titans, Upload Automation, Merch Ninja, Print On Demand Research Tools, All Sunsets, Premium Pre-Made Graphics, and Bubble Scout, the best Redbubble niche research tool. You can find a link again in the description. And while you're down there, take advantage of my seven-day Merch by Amazon free mini course and join my awesome Amazon Merch Facebook community. I'd love to have you there. All right, so we are talking SEO, search engine optimization. We are going to look at it through the lens of selling t-shirts on Amazon because SEO applies to more than just Amazon but on this YouTube channel a lot of us are Amazon sellers and we do sell a lot of print-on-demand products on the platform so let's refine the scope a bit but I also just want to share you know customer journeys don't just start on Amazon they may start on somewhere like Google right I don't know about you guys but when I open up my default web browser I have Google uh, a tab open to Google as one of the tabs okay so you go to Google you start searching what do you see you see autocomplete well this can have some important valuable information to us looking to rank our products on relevant keywords right because when it does autocomplete just note this for you know the future it shows us related um, queries that other people search for to what we seeded it with when I say seeded it with I just mean like whatever you type in uh, initially okay so That can be good for finding things like long tail keywords. We type funny Christmas shirt and what do we see? For family, okay? So boom, there's a demand for family funny Christmas shirts. For couples, perfect. For 2021, okay, people want a 2021 spin on it. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of opportunity here. And when I actually do the search, what do we see? Well, at the top, we see a lot. First of all, it's pretty busy. Um, At the top there, we see ads, okay? So people paying for placement and Google rewards them as such with the highest placement uh, on the page, which is gonna get the most visibility. And as a result, you'd probably expect them to get the most clicks. Of course, we understand the customer journey. Click or search, find, buy, right? Search, click, whether it's an ad or not. A lot of them don't even know it's an ad, even though it says it. And, um, you know, hopefully purchase, right? Uh, So you see ads at the top there. Then my eyes kind of go to the right and I see the sidebar. And it's kind of interesting that they put a sidebar there because it, to me, just looks like another way of jamming in more um, related products, except I don't see it tagged with ad anywhere on the sidebar. So those could be organic placements, although I don't really know specifically how to rank there in Google. But again, we're talking more about Amazon. I just wanted to kind of, you know, zoom out just a little bit. I always think it's good to take like a full picture view. Uh, Next, you see images for funny Christmas shirt. Those are not ads. Uh, So that's just actually pulling from Google images. 
So guys, if you do um, actually like run a website or anything like that where you can control things like the file name and the image alt text, um, you know, those aren't like surefire ways of ranking high, but they certainly do help the algorithm understand what your image is about. Um, AI is getting good at reading images in general now too. So, uh, and then underneath there, we see a link to tipsyelves.com, which if you asked me, uh, if you're going to pay me a thousand bucks to guess correctly, what was going to be the number one organic result? I would not have guessed tipsyelves.com. However, they are ranking quite well. And underneath there, we see a link to Amazon. Okay. So as far as us as t-shirt sellers on Amazon, Google is not necessarily doing us much favors. Um, not that Amazon doesn't rank well, it's the second organic rank per like normal links. But as you can see, there's about four things ranking above it. So we are probably capturing a lot of sales from people who actually go directly to Amazon and then do their search. Uh, that being said, when we click the Amazon link, and I actually wanted to see what listings Google was uh, pointing to when they put the little image preview for the funny Christmas t-shirts uh, on Amazon, it wouldn't take me directly to the listings. It would just keep taking me directly to this page, okay? Uh, but basically what it's done is it's searched Amazon for funny Christmas t-shirts, which actually, they added the word T. That's kind of interesting. So I searched Google for funny Christmas shirt, and it takes me to Amazon funny Christmas t-shirts. So interesting to note that. Here on Amazon, guys, what do we see? Sponsored ads at the very top. Uh, I believe that's a uh, sponsored brand ad or headline search ad. I still think of them uh, as that. But in order to show up at the very, very, very top of search results, you need to be brand registered with Amazon. You used to, I used to be able to run those ads without being brand registered, but they... Uh, took my rights away to do that, unfortunately, with an older Amazon advertising account. Then underneath there, we have some sponsored listings, actually in this case, only one, from the Ann Arbor T-Shirt Co. And they sell a ton of shirts on Amazon. Uh, beyond that though, what do we have? We have three organic placement uh, shirts, and I'll hide myself really quickly so you can see the third one, uh, that are all ranked really well on the keywords, funny Christmas shirt. Well, what are they doing that we can learn from or like what are they doing that we're not doing right because we all want to rank really high on these extremely valuable keywords don't we uh, we can see the bsrs there 1400 uh 1229 and uh, that one in the middle says my christmas spirit is whiskey and it looks like it's fulfilled by merch by amazon which probably explains why it's got a bsr of about twenty six thousand, and is getting kind of destroyed by the shirts on the left and right side which i'm willing to guess probably are doing some sort of like fba fulfillment or very quick turnaround and still arriving potentially before Christmas, whereas we know the Merch by Amazon shirts right now uh, are not. So here, I'll turn myself back on in the video. Um, here we go. So I wanted to just really quickly touch on again the difference between Google and Amazon. Uh, so I, what I wanted to highlight here, we know we searched for funny Christmas shirt, right? And the highlighter actually kind of broke. <laughs> here, I'll hide myself one more time. But you see in the red lines, I was trying, as soon as I went full screen, it stopped the alignment got all messed up, but I was just trying to highlight in the title where we said, where the title says funny Christmas shirt. Okay. And it turns out that two of the three actually say like funny Christmas, funny Christmas and Christmas shirts. And when you go into the back end of Amazon, only one of these is a merch by Amazon shirt, but basically like you can set attributes to where even if you don't say the word shirt in the title, Amazon still understands what the product is, okay? So it's not like you have to put the word shirt in necessarily if you set the right flags in the back end to, um, for them to understand it's a shirt. When you sell through Merch by Amazon, they do this for us on the back end. We're not even able to see it. Um, so they do understand it's a shirt. Now, does that mean we should or shouldn't put the word shirt in? Well, I'll answer that in a second, okay? 
Uh, but what I really wanted to illustrate though is that generally speaking, the number one best practice tip that you can take away from watching this video is, and I, I'm gonna give you some actionable advice in a second, but it is that you want to try to include phrase matches or you can go for just an exact match, but I think you can do a little bit better than that on Amazon, but at least phrase matches with what customers are searching that you really want to rank on. So in this case, we're looking at it through the lens of, I want to rank on funny Christmas shirt. Okay, well, if I want to rank on funny Christmas shirt, the best thing I can do, especially with a new listing that has no sales, is to include funny Christmas shirt in the title. Now, on Amazon, on Etsy, pretty much anywhere, I would highly recommend front-loading your title with that most valuable phrase, okay? And I'm not saying put t-shirt Christmas funny, right? Because t-shirt Christmas funny isn't what they're searching. They're searching for funny Christmas t-shirt. I know that's obvious, but the point of me saying that is that you don't want to just stuff random keywords in a random order. You want to assist the algorithm in saying, okay, they searched for this and that listing has that right there front-loaded in the title. I know Etsy outright states that if you front-load the title, with your most valuable keywords, that's going to carry the most significance. Uh, on Amazon, I don't know that they outright state that anywhere. Um, they're probably a little bit more secretive about their their algorithm and whatnot. But I mean, pretty much everybody um, would agree, I think. So the number one thing is kind of unrelated to well, it's I mean, it is a part of SEO, and that is sales. Sales are the biggest deciding factor of what is going to rank in the top organic spot on Amazon, on Etsy, pretty much anywhere. Um, Red, but Red bubbles might maybe the one platform where that's not the case, because I think that if you just tag spam enough, they'll give you a good placement, which I'm really not a fan of. I don't know how they haven't fixed that yet. If you know anybody at Redbubble, call them and tell them to fix that. Uh, but definitely on Amazon guys, sales is going to get you the best placement. Why is that? Because sales are customers voting with their dollars of what should rank at the top, right? Uh, the, the most, the best, uh, indicator of relevance is somebody spending their hard-earned cash on a transaction, on a product from Amazon's catalog. Every time they search something and they click that listing and they buy it, that's signifying to Amazon's algorithm that, hey, this product was relevant, not only relevant because they clicked it, which increased the click-through rate, but that they purchased it, which increased the conversion rate, guys. Keep in mind, it's the internet. I guess this is where being a web developer helps, guys, but like you can track using JavaScript impressions. Okay, and Amazon's doing it, all the websites are doing it for sure, the big e-commerce websites. So they know when somebody searches for a funny Christmas shirt and they see, you know, five, six, seven, eight shirts and they click one of them, well, the other seven of them just had their click-through rate negatively impacted because they know that there was an impression there where they were seen, but they weren't clicked. And the one that did get clicked just had a positive impact on their click-through rate. Now from there, whether or not they convert is gonna which means did they actually um, add to cart, which is another you know measurable action, and then did they go from the cart to checkout and actually pay? Another measurable action. Amazon's going to weight all of these into their decision-making process for organic SEO, and this stuff changes over time, guys. I've known in the past that like there were times where they tweaked the Amazon search algorithm, and people that had added to cart and didn't check out were ranking really well. So you know, people abuse that, obviously. Um, FBA sellers were like, hey, just have people add to cart and don't even have to buy it. And then all of a sudden, my item's shooting up the organic rank. Uh, so Merch by Amazon, we're all here to talk specifically about what to do with your Merch by Amazon uh, product listing SEO. Well, here is the actionable advice that you came for. 
And I'm gonna use this shirt as an example. Santa Claus, it says, I do it for the hose. He's got his thumbs up. I think it's pretty funny. I like the design, by the way, the distressed. I like that it's like the red against the, the heather gray. I don't know why, I just like the heather gray shirts. Um, I think they look good. Anyways, as a title for this shirt, I may do one of two things. I may say, funny Christmas shirt, comma, I do it for the hose. That way I'm saying, hey, Amazon algorithm, you know, I can't stuff my title with a million things because you limit how many characters I can put in. So I'm going to go for two high value phrases, funny Christmas shirt, which is super competitive, by the way. And it's, you know, going to be tough to rank on page one on those keywords, given how competitive they are. But let's go for it. Funny Christmas shirt, comma. I do it for the hose. So it's like highest level, highest value keywords. And then sub niche within that. Right. So the highest value is funny Christmas shirt. Like if I had my wish list, that would be I want to rank number one there. Or even just Christmas shirt, right? Doesn't even have to, you can knock the word funny off. I want to rank number one on Christmas shirt and then funny Christmas shirt and then I do it for the hose. If I can just rank on all three of those, that would be great, right? And then there could even be more longer tail sets of keywords that you rank on from there. But in terms of like value, the value pyramid at the top, funny Christmas pyramid or funny Christmas shirt, not pyramid, funny Christmas shirt, all right? So I put that first, front loaded. Now, of course, Amazon Merch did that change where they say, don't put the product type in the title. So, you know, they're not going to reject you unless something changed today. Um, they're not going to reject you for putting shirt in your title. So it's up to you whether or not you want to do that. Um, you could also flip it and just say, I do it for the hose, comma, funny Christmas. And then understand that after funny Christmas, they're going to automatically append the product type. So it'll say shirt, sweatshirt, hoodie, etc. All right. For the bullets, these also get indexed. They don't carry as much weight as the title. But for your bullets, you can include keywords that you would like to get indexed on. Um, generally speaking, what I say is that unless you're selling in a super fringe niche that doesn't even exist on Amazon any, like yet, uh, unless you're doing that uh, and you basically have zero competition, I, to me, I don't think it's that likely that you're going to rank near the top of page one because you included some additional keywords in your bullets. You know what I mean? Like the saturation, the competitiveness, it's it's making it tough, right? Like if somebody else puts something that you have in your bullets in their title and you both have zero sales, I'm guessing that they'll outrank you. While it's not a sure thing because the algorithm is unpredictable and it can kind of shuffle things around and it's constantly changing, um, you can typically bet on that, okay? That being said, some bullets that I might use for this example is this funny Christmas shirt says, quote, I do it for the hose. That way it's like I'm reinforcing in the title and in the bullets the I do it for the hose part, which represents the sub niche of Christmas shirt that we're in. The next bullet, I might say something like, it makes a great Xmas gift for friends, family, brothers, and sisters. Now I put Xmas because we, we already put Christmas multiple times. Do I need to put Christmas again? It's not gonna help. So why not get indexed on the word Xmas? Because some customers search for Xmas instead of typing out the full word, right? You see what I'm saying? Like we don't need to spend forever on bullets because ultimately, it's, it's just one thing, right? It's just one thing of many that we can do. Um, that being said, also one thing to note is you don't want to get rejections because you went crazy with your bullet points. Every additional word you put on your listing in the bullets and the description, et cetera, is increasing the likelihood of you getting rejected for some crazy fringe word that we all thought was fine. And then you realize it wasn't fine, right? Cause Amazon merch, like they don't have a perfectly defined, uh, content policy. And sometimes there's like false uh, positives on a rejected word. So just throwing that out there too. I don't like to get too crazy with my bullets. I like to keep it safe because I don't want to get a rejection for nothing. All right. For, for slightly more than nothing. It's not nothing. Um, but I, you know, typically in one of my bullets, I'll say like, Oh, it makes a great gift for whoever. Okay. 
And by the way, me, me saying that, does that mean that when someone goes to Amazon and types in Xmas gift for friends that my shirt's going to rank number one because I put it in my bullets? You know, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Unless they hit the reset button on Amazon's database and, you know, nobody has any sales on record anymore. Well, then maybe because the algorithm says, oh, well, this listing contains that phrase, except it's in the bullets. So if someone has it in the title, they'd probably outrank me. Just my guess. Description, guys. To my knowledge, still does not get indexed for Amazon Merch products. Uh, I just ran a test over the last week to try to confirm this before putting this video out because I don't want to say something that's not true. Uh, so I just ran a test. I just rechecked it before I recorded this by putting something that was unique only in the description of one of my Amazon Merch product listings. Okay, and no results when I searched for it on Amazon's front end. Therefore, I think that pretty much confirms, to me at least, to the best of my knowledge, that the description is not getting indexed. Therefore, um, do you really need to put anything there? I mean, you don't have to leave it blank, right? Generally speaking, what I'll do is I'll grab my title. I'll grab my bullet one, bullet two. I just kind of paste them one after the next after the next. It may not make a lot of sense, but guys, who reads the description anyways? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe on an FBA product where you can like actually format it with HTML and make it look nice. Uh, yeah, definitely I would write a description then or, you know, even better, go with enhanced brand content. That is what you should do in Amazon FBA. Um, and that comes with being brand registered, which you pretty much have to do these days. Um, but that being said for merch, you know, keep it simple. Do not generate any words that will re get a rejection just for a description. Um, for sure. Do not do that. That would be crazy to me. Uh, so keep it safe. That's my one takeaway for the description guys. Um, also before I leave, I just wanted to mention, um, if you don't know like what keywords to target, check out AMZ suggestion expander or just go to Google and use the autocomplete when you're searching. Uh, Amazon has an autocomplete by default too. AMZ suggestion expander though, free Chrome extension. It will expand. I mean, it does what it sounds like. It expands the suggestions when you're looking at Amazon's search autocomplete and it takes like two seconds to add to Chrome. So I will put a link to it in the description so that you guys can go. How does it only have 58 reviews and 100,000 users? That is incredibly low. 58 reviews, 100,000 plus users. Man, nobody reviews Chrome extensions. Anyways, I love this extension. I, I, I don't know if I ever reviewed it. Maybe I own one at this point. Uh, and it does basically um, this for you. And I just realized that it didn't, well, I guess that is AMZ Suggestion Expander. Yeah, normally Amazon's autocomplete is just one column, and this expanded it to four different columns. Sometimes they do keywords before, keywords after, they have an other column, etc. All right, guys, thank you for watching this video. As I sign off, just wanted to remind you, if you find information like this useful, uh, I am more than happy to be your coach for your Merch by Amazon journey. I am very accessible on a day-in and day-out basis. My average response time to any questions probably like, if I'm not asleep, it's probably under an hour. So if you wanna check that out, I have a full program walking you through how I went from tier 10 to tier 200,000. You can find a link in the description, guys. Thank you for watching this video, though. Please like and subscribe. Appreciate you, appreciate your time. Have a great rest of your day.